0: Welcome to Naja Reviews. This is Brian, your host, and today we're going to look at Animal. This movie is one of those movies where I saw I saw either the cover or like the preview for it, and then I missed it when it came out, and here we are. I watched a different movie that I can't remember the name of that I thought was this movie, which when I figure it out we will do it, I remember not hating it. But this movie is about 80 minutes long, which is great. They didn't wear out their welcome with this movie. It is a it's a monster movie. That's all there is to it. I can't really get a group of people that go out into the woods and they get attacked by a monster. It's literally everything you could ever want out of a creature feature. As long as you don't like explanations, because they don't explain this creature, it's just a creature in the woods that attacks these people. And it's actually really good. When I was watching it, I looked at the the star rating, and it's like 4.5 out of 5. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it deserves that. Because the characters are actually kind of likable, some of them. Other ones are pretty bad. And then some are horrific, but they're supposed to be. So it all fits just perfectly. The creature in this one is... Fully done practically with a dude in a suit, as far as I could tell. Fast cuts and dudes in suits. It's got a lot of sharp teeth. It's like bigger than a human. It's got black skin. And it's got... Hmm. How can I describe these teeth? It kind of looks like a rodent skull attached to a humanoid body with some cotton for hair in the back. But it's got a bunch of stabby teeth, not in a particular order. It's like it had the rodent four giant spike teeth, and then those teeth just decided to grow teeth off those teeth. It's kind of like that. And it makes its own sounds, which are mixtures of a bunch of other sounds you've heard before. So yeah, that's that's about it. Trying to think of anything I can add. Nope, it's just a good creature feature quick to the point yeah it's worth a watch hundred percent sorry i can't really they're so it's like a streamlined movie so you can't really talk about anything without actually talking about it it's one of those kind of movies they didn't waste a whole lot of time so let's get into this overview for animal we open at night in the woods where a few people are being chased by a sound we have brenda douglas whose name is, we're gonna call him something else later. And then we got Carl, and then we got Amy from Chasing Amy. Brenda trips, Brenda gets eaten. Brenda was Douglas's wife. And then we cut to the main group, our friend group, in a vehicle. They're driving to their family's old land to go hiking maybe one last time. And it's main girl and her stepbrother. Which I can't remember his name. His name's Bro. So, Main Chick and Bro have been on this land before. We got Bro's girlfriend. We got Main Chick's boyfriend, who we're gonna call Redneck, because he's dumb as shit and southern (laughs) and then we got the gay guy that had to be in every friend group back in 2000 in the 2000 aughts i guess his name's sean he's there to be annoying very annoying an example of that annoyance is he's listening to his fucking headphones and he asks if we're there yet he yells it and when they yell back the answer because he has headphones on in a car he yells what back and then he's like you people giving me shit over this is why i wear these without a hint of joking fucking don't like him so they get to a barricade of the road and they don't know why there's a posted note that says it's for reforestation but bro doesn't believe that shit then we see the main chick and the redneck flirt and she's way better at this outdoorsy shit than he is which makes him go do the thing that all movies do when a chick is better at outdoorsy stuffs than a guy it's not super overt it's not that bad but it does happen and then they make it onto the trail and it's been about seven years for the since the siblings have visited this area so it might be a little shady that sean gets a hold of the bear mace because of it was advised to bro to get it and then he sprays it but then it pans over to a dead animal it looks like a coyote Or a wolf with his guts out. So it's later on in the day and Bro wants to continue. And the main chick is like, but we were supposed to be back by dark. And it's about to be dark time. So what the fuck? And while they're arguing for a fairly long time, the redneck goes to take a piss and finds a military backpack that has like flares and shit in it. And then we cut to nighttime. And... The girlfriend is real mad at her boyfriend, probably because it's nighttime. They don't really say, but that's the only thing that's happened in the movie since. And then she goes off because she sees something that looks like a boot. And then she sees a mutilated Brenda. She screams, they all run to her, and then you hear a monster roar, and they all fucking book it. They manage to get past them, and they're running, and they run up on another one. It hasn't noticed him yet, so they turn down their lights, and... Bro's the big army type guy like just that persona so he's gonna scare the monster so they can all run away hitch in the plan it knew they were there and it fucking scares the shit out of him and makes him run and they finally get away and they hide between these rocks and they see a cabin in the distance it's not too far away so the plan is for bro to probably stay behind and distract it while they run to the cabin I miss the explanation of what the fuck he was doing it didn't matter anyways because the thing's fucking literally right next to him. As soon as he gets done pulling, probably flares out of one of the packs. And uh, he loses his guts. He loses his guts a lot. This thing just rips his guts out while everybody watches. But then they finally get to the cabin and it's locked. And it takes a while for somebody to open the door. And it's Amy. She Right before they all get in there, the girlfriend gets her leg torn into deep by the creature and almost sucked out the door before Amy flares it in the face and they lock the, the door back up. And it's the people from the beginning of the movie douglas's new name is asshole because he's nothing but an asshole for the rest of this movie but carl is like i'm gonna keep everybody safe archetype everybody safe archetype so he wants to reinforce the cabin because there's new reinforcements and old reinforcements and they want to they got jump scared because it came in through the basement so they want to reinforce more and then asshole is having a little bit of a panic attack upstairs because he's upstairs and he doesn't come downstairs hardly at all he the main chick tries to go up there to fortify the upstairs but he says he's got this so we go into the kitchen and there's a talk between uh main chick and redneck and she thinks the creature led them there Which, kinda, if it could be up on you like that, yeah, it was going slower than it could go. But the boyfriend is like, you overthink things too much. You need to put your mind to how to get out of here, not how we got here. Which is fair, but the way he says it in the movie is so slow and obnoxious that you're just like, please, die. Luckily one of the creatures busts into the side of the wall and scares the shit out of him. And breaks up that heartfelt moment that was really annoying. It's checking the house for weak spots and uh, it learned how to climb i don't know why they i don't know why they were surprised when it climbed up the side uh, the outside of the house they act like this thing is dumb and then they act like it's smart and it's like they ask stupid questions like they'll ask How is it so smart? And it's like, as smart as an average fucking dog that knows its territory? Because that's, or a, a herding dog? Those are things. It's like this thing is just smart enough to be an animal. And they, sometimes they treat it like it's a dumb animal, which is stupid. And then sometimes they treat it like it's a super genus, which is also stupid. They just can't figure it out. Okay, where were we? Oh yeah, it climbs up and busts into one of the windows upstairs and now it's in the fucking house. Thanks asshole! You did a real good job reinforcing that upstairs. Didn't even put a single nail in any of the fucking doors, you dumbass motherfucker. Anyway, so they go upstairs. Carl, Sean, and the redneck are searching for the thing before they get any fire, which is the only thing that seems to scare this thing away, when they could have totally ran, got a flare, and then went up there. But instead Carl's like, hey Amy! We need fire. So they find it in the back room and it's trying to get through the door while they're holding the door shut. And they're pretty even because it's three against one giant monster. But then Sean's like, I got to go downstairs real quick. So he runs downstairs. The ladies come up. Uh, main chick and the girlfriend come up and they're trying to move a dresser in front of the door to keep it closed, obviously. And then Sean zips down there, gets the bear mace, comes up. Carl tells Redneck to go help the ladies move the dresser. It busts through the door a little bit and scratches Carl and then Sean comes in with the bear mace, sprays it off, and then asshole comes up and helps him move the dresser. At least it's out of the house for now. So here's a new plan. Redneck thinks he can outrun it and he thinks this because it's big. I'm pretty sure his line was, I don't remember his line, but literally his thought process is, it's big so it must be slow. Do you have any idea how many gigantic animals that live on this planet right now that aren't slow like all the predatory ones (laughs) just saying very stupid so with that fun plan being thought of carl and sean go out to distract it sean's the lookout with uh binoculars and carl's going out into the woods with a flare to try to get their attention and he's got a whistle too he goes all out with trying to get murdered so they go out there sean spots the thing about, I think it was like 10 feet away from Carl. It's in a bush. So then the redneck starts to run. And as soon as he runs, Sean loses sight of it. Then we hear over the radio that the redneck got got. Asshole is putting a dresser in front of the door right now to not let the other two people that are still outside that we know are alive back in. This is one of the reasons why we're calling him asshole. Don't worry, he gets worse. So they both get to the door but they can't get in. It's it's it almost it's about to get them. Main chick calls him on the radio and says, "Come to the kitchen door." They both get in, and then the first thing that Carl does is walk up to asshole and just knocks him the fuck out and ties him up. Now we're in some downtime, and girlfriend tells the main chick that she's pregnant with bro's kid so that's fun at this point i was like well who's gonna live main chick pregnant chick or both of them we'll see and then sean does this stupid thing that every character that's annoying has to do and he spills his beans and his beans are he was in a relationship with bro and that's a bad move She didn't like that. Luckily, in between their arguing and the main chick trying to tell him to shut the fuck up, this isn't the time for that now, the radio goes off. Redneck's still alive. They figure out he's in the basement. So they go down to the basement to try to find him. Carl, main chick, and girlfriend go down there. They find him, like, almost immediately, but as soon as they grab a hold of him, fucking creature right down there with him, and uh, Carl tackles it into the wall and then instantly gets killed. But it gives him enough time to get... A mostly dead guy up the stairs while losing a mostly alive guy. Amy cries about it because her husband just got mauled to death. Fair enough. So he's all fucked up. Like the amount of fucked up in a movie where you try to give him water and they just spit it up kind of fucked up. He tries to tell them something and he says, there's and then he cuts out, but he holds up two fingers. Bet you can't guess what that means. He does that a couple times. Asshole can't wait for the redneck dude to die before talking about using him as bait. And this obviously pisses off everybody in the room because all you had to do is wait five minutes, less than five minutes, and this motherfucker was gonna just die. Don't talk to him like he's not there. Don't talk about him like he's not there. He's still there. That's why nobody likes you, Douglas. That's why nobody likes you. But here's the new, new plan. The new plan is to trap that motherfucker in the house, burn that shit down with the kerosene they found, Downstairs at the basement. Asshole agrees. They untie him. And he pops Redneck's head. Right in the middle of a heartfelt moment. Between him and main character. Just so he can use him as bait. Literally would have taken one more minute. For you to not be a total ass. Piece of shit. Luckily for us. Right after he does this. When he goes to throw Redneck out as bait. It busts through the wall and eats him. And while it's doing that. They sneak down to the basement, get the kerosene, splash that shit all over the house, and Sean, Amy, and the girlfriend are down in the basement, and the main chick is up, and she traps it in the room, burns that shit down, and you hear a thud, and then the people in the basement leave, or go to leave, and main chick leaves upstairs. Amy gets distracted by her dead husband, who's down there, and during this, girlfriend is trying to get... Amy up on her feet and then Sean gets killed. He runs ahead and just gets murderized. I'm okay with that. Amy finally gets up and they book it. Girlfriend shoots out the door and Amy's just about to get out the door. And then you hear the shing sound. So you know she's stabbed. And she starts bleeding out of her front. And then girlfriend runs off, meets with main chick. And she's like, there's another one. Let's go. Let's go. And they're running and running and running. And girlfriend trips and then loses the will to run for a few seconds, which is just enough time for the creature to meet up and kill the main chick. So now I'm like, she only lived because she was pregnant. Pretty sure she only lived because she was pregnant. But she gets some smarts going on here. She runs off while it's eating, which is the key thing to this. When they're eating they care more about eating than getting more food. So it gives you some time. She takes off her shirt that's covered in blood and she hangs it up to distract it. And then she rubs dirt over a lot of the blood that's on her to try to mask the smell. And it works. She gets to the car. She gets in the car and then it smashes through the side window. And then that pushes her through the other side of the car. And then they do a... Let's walk around the car thing. She gets back into the front seat. It jumps on the roof of the car. She goes backwards, falls in front. She runs it over. And then she double taps its head off. Decap for the win. And fucking drives off in a haze. A real big haze. And uh, yeah, there's another one still. It walks up and sniffs the dead body. And then the credits roll. Yay, it's over. Here's the thing though. It made an audible thud. So was there two of them or was there three of them? Because you had the fire thud and then you had the one that got run over, and none of them had fringed hair. So I think my headcanon is Redneck Saw 2, but there was actually 3. At least 3. But other than that, I don't have much else to add. It's one of the most streamliniest movies ever. It's a toss-up next week between another 50s movie that I haven't even picked out yet. I just feel like watching a 50s movie. And literally, I can't think of anything else, but I don't want to commit to a 50s movie. So yeah, I guess it's a surprise for all of us. Hope you all have a good week. Bye.